Welcome to another episode of Real Dad Movement Podcast. The point and purpose of these episodes, as always, is to have a point and purpose towards helping you win the second half in life by building a path of becoming the best father, husband, man and member of your community that you can be. We do this with various ways of connecting. Life is connection. And as you hear these words spoken time and time again, know that the driving force of connection in life is energy. Which means that how you turn up as a father, as a husband, as a valued member of society, will always start and end with how you turn up as a man within yourself first. This is why it's my mission, my purpose, our mission, our purpose, through Real Dad Movement to inspire, motivate, educate and guide you into thoughts, feelings, actions and a change in your belief systems to rise up, cut the shit from your life, and live and leave a real legacy. When dads win, everyone wins. And when you win, I win. Let's get moving forward, mate. Right here, right now. The Greatest Chain of Command In this episode, we're going to dive into the most powerful thing that you can have right now, the most powerful asset that we all have, which, if not at the forefront or leveraged properly, will become your greatest liability. Looking at things like the food chain, and I don't know about you, but I certainly don't believe we're at the top of the food chain. I look at something like a killer whale. (laughs) I mean, far out, they're amazing creatures, aren't they? Just epic. They answer to no one. Um, It's it's pretty amazing. And, uh, you know... As that analogy of looking at the top of something, the apex or, you know, the top of the family tree, so to speak, because that's what you are. You are a father heading into or in the second half now leading your family. Yes, you may still have a father, you may not, but the reality is you're in a primed and powerful position in this stage of your life to really influence, create great change. And for a lot of you, we are part of a very special generation. We can still connect and bring some old school values and and ways of being as well as learn what not to do. You know, I love my father, bless him. Old, old, hard-headed Italian. And, uh, oh, fucking tenacious, man. Like, he's he was the king of the household, that's for sure. But he also taught me what not to do. And I'm, I'm just as blessed uh, for him in my life for certain things that I shouldn't do as well as things that I should, just like all of us. I'm no saint. But looking at your life and, and where you are now, you've got the old school values and principles that you can apply and bring into the modern world, as well as the new age um, flexibility, adaptability to be able to convert what you need to, whether utilizing technology and other forms of modern day constructs to be able to adapt and overcome. Whereas a lot of people past your age and mine won't. It's, uh, they're too, too set, most of them too set in their ways. So you are the apex, you are the king of your kingdom, and it's imperative that you understand that not only the food, cha- <laughs> you know, the food chain where, where you might sit on top or you know uh, wear the pants the way that you can and should, just like your wife wears a pants the way that she can and should. I mean, we all have a pair of pants to wear, just like your children. My children teach me way more than I'll ever teach them. Uh, it's incredible, and they may never understand that until they maybe get to an older age in life and have their own children and so on and so forth, uh, thus the circle. But- We're talking about the chain of command, and the chain of command inside of your life to become the greatest asset starts with what is at the very top, and that's attention. 
Now stick with me here and give me your absolute undivided attention because that's the most powerful thing. And if you're listening to this, that means that you are investing in yourself and your well-being because that is important for you. You can't give your family 100% if you're not operating at that. And this is such a simple approach that we have, but we dive deep into this with a lot of the how-tos, the strategies, tactics, the environments, the coaching, the touch points, the consistency in what we do. It's, it's incredible, but that's where it's at, mate. Attention. See, you can be listening to this right now and watching TV at the same time or playing with the kids or driving. That might be okay. Something that's monostructural and very straightforward where your subconscious is taking over a large portion of the activity or exercise or the situation that you're placed in an environment. Awesome. Great. But you'll get so much more out of this if you're, and you don't need to take notes, but if you're giving undivided attention because that's where it all starts. What you pay attention to, because this is the chain of command. The chain of command, this is the chain of command for your reality. And your reality absolutely starts with what you pay attention to. What draws your attention? Shorten that word up. Attend. What are you attending? What are you attending that's going to then become the next step, which I'll dive into a second, which is then going to use the most two valuable resources that you and I never get back? It's like standing at the helm, standing at the gates. Who are you letting in? Who aren't you? So when I talk about shit like dis, you know, distractions and sedation and interruptions and whether that's self-imposed or imposed from external influences like your environment or you know you give up the drink but your wife still wants to have a drop of red with you every couple of nights and not that it's anything against her but there's very subtle forms of pulling you back down into a lower state of either fucking poisoning yourself. And please, look, I don't judge anyone. Um, you know, I'll, I'll never drink alcohol ever again. It doesn't serve me. I don't need it. It doesn't play a role in my life. Whatever the perceived reward is that you have, you can name and rattle off a million and there are a million other ways in a wholesome way that you can get the same perceivable return on investment, so to speak. So look, I don't drink alcohol, I don't smoke, drugs and that sort of stuff, and I'm not judging or castrating you for that, but I'm just sharing an observation of actions, not just mine in observing what yours may be, but you in observing what yours may be and asking the question, shit, man, what do I need this? Why do I have to do this? Why do I have to have this? Because ultimately, this whole line that we're taking in today's session around attention comes down to you applying attention to yourself and paying attention to the most valuable asset, which is you, and using and leveraging that with this chain of command. Because what you attend to physically, mentally, the environment you invest yourself in and so on and so forth starts to become the building blocks and the constructs of your reality. Look at what's happening in the world at the moment. Like there's fucking chaos everywhere. There's crazy shit going on everywhere. Uh, There's a lot of disappointment. There's a lot of fear-driven agendas. And look, this isn't a a platform for, um, you know, political agendas or opinions. I'm not big on opinions. I'm just observing energy and observing actions. I mean, it's no secret. I fucking hate the news. Um, Anything that has an energetic push towards fear is something that never has a great outcome for those who are receiving it. And let me just say, I might mess this up. I love writing and creating my own quotes, not from an egotistical point of view. It's just a different creative thought of applying the same message. And there's a shitload of quotes that I've created over the years. and, and And I love a lot A lot of them really play a a stable role in in my life. Um, They really do. And the men. And I'm inspired by the men 
on the inside um, with RDM who helped give me the freedom of thought to come up with these off the back of how we help them navigate through their own life. And one of those one of those quotes was around fear. And w- when we're looking at this, again, I'm no hero. We all experience fear. Like I've been scared plenty of times. We all have that. But if you allow that to maintain and sit inside of you and manifest into what then becomes a belief system using your sensory perceptions, what you see, touch, hear, smell, you know, and then built out with the creativity of your mind, whether it's a shitload of movies over the years or what you believe might happen or the natural ability with humans to fantasize and and have a, a vision inside of our head of what may or may not be. A lot of the times it really draws down to uh, not being pessimistic or cynical, but it, it draws down to the worst possible outcome. You know, I'm not a big fan of, um, you know, uh, plan plan for the best, but prepare for the worst or, you know, hope for the best, sorry, but plan for the worst. Um, that's, that's sorry, that's one of the original ones. You know, hope for the best, but plan for the worst. I don't like that. I don't like that saying. I'd rather plan for the best, but prepare for the worst. And there's a difference between that and hoping, not that hope is a bad thing, but it's really bringing in a level of attention that becomes the next point is focus, which we'll dive into, on what's most important for you. So just before we dive into that, when we're looking at the chaos, the craziness of the world, everyone's attention is drawn if they allow it, if again, they're not standing at the gate, standing guard at the kingdom of their own mind, their own heart and soul and who they are, someone else will infiltrate that and fucking fill your house with poison. And when that happens, the poison I'm talking about is fear, chronic fear. Like I said, we all experience that, but when it becomes an opinion driven from fear, or when it becomes an action driven from fear, it's something that is not wholesome at all. And this is the quote that I came up with, and I'm, I'm polishing it up so it's something that reads well because I am a borderline perfectionist, I guess. And, you know, it goes something like this. The reason why fear is never the answer is for two things. There's two reasons why fear is never the answer. One, because it's the opposite of growth. And growth is the complete embodiment of what we desire. It's ingrained inside of you, man. We are here to improve and better ourselves. And then that becomes fulfillment, reward, contribution, legacy, achievement, meaning, purpose, significance, all of the above for yourself, for your children, for your workers or colleagues, for your wife, for your family. You know, you've got your inner circle and you've got cousins Arnie's uncles, how are you standing up and leading and living a life of growth? So it's the opposite of that, what's ingrained inside all of us, which is truly actually a level of freedom, and that's what we all want. And freedom is off the foundation of stability, and stability is off the foundation of certainty and control, or the pillars of certainty and control, which build up to freedom, which is taking the right kinds of actions, and the actions that are really steering towards what you control most, yourself. So that's one reason why fear is never the answer, because it's the complete fucking opposite of everything I just said, which is the most fulfilling thing you could ever have in your life, including the experiences of your life, because this is you and your life and what you live and see and touch and feel every fucking day. How could you not want that? (laughs) You're kidding, mate, if you don't. You shouldn't even be here. I mean, you are cut from a different cloth. That's why you're listening to this. This is why you are here. You desire more. You want more. It's not that you're unsatisfied or ungrateful. I'm incredibly grateful for my life. I'm incredibly satisfied for my life, even though I'm in New South Wales at the moment and we're getting hammered in different ways. But I am. But I'm also driven with a tenacity to continually improve and explore life because I'm still here, right? I still have time and energy. So why not? 
And the second reason is because the second reason why fear isn't the answer is because acting out of fear, when you're chronically acting out of fear, it's actually the most selfish thing you could ever do. It's so fucking selfish. Because when peers, loved ones, children are all looking at you and looking at the actions that come from a level of fear, it's so fucking restricting. It's such low level energy. No one wins there, ever. Ever. Now, don't get me wrong, the gears can shift. They can change quickly. You can adjust quickly. I could be out, you know, camping with my family. And uh, a bear is probably not a good example because we're in Australia, but some sort of wild animal could come in. And of course, the adrenaline pumps, the reactive part of me as a human being, instinctually inside of my head, would bring a level of fear immediately. But fighting back against that animal and fighting and rising up and protecting my family, that's not done out of fear. That's fucking balls. That's courage. That's standing up. Yeah, running away, yeah, maybe that's the answer if the opportunity's there. But if I'm running away from an animal or creature that could run me down and fucking slashes into my back and I'm gone, that's fear. That's how selfish. Now you're not there and your children are fucked. Who's next? I know, and whether you think that's a poor example or not, I know this is a pretty broad approach when we're looking at realities, but you've got to be very cautious, man. Again, one, I'm no saint. I'm never perfect or claim to be. And two, you know, I'm not invincible. I'm unshakable long-term, and I haven't lost long-term, and I'll never lose long-term. I'm very competitive, and I refuse to lose or lay down or ever give up. And I will fight to the death for what I believe in, 100%. It doesn't mean I don't experience fear, though, but I don't let it... I, you know, it may be someone knocking on the door, but it's not a guest that takes their shoes off, comes in, sits down in the lounge, starts eating fucking popcorn and making a mess everywhere and making themselves at home, and then starts squatting inside my house. No way. No thank you. That shit doesn't even make it past the door. It can't. Because it's the most selfish thing you can do when other eyes are watching you to act out of fear. And it's the reverse and the opposite of the embodiment of what life can, will, and should be. Which is growth. It always is. Transcendence. Evolution. The chain of command. What are you paying attention to or letting draw your attention in that you know deep down is pulling you off the course, off the right track that you should be for yourself and your journey. But you do it anyway. You fucking flick the channel or you turn on the radio or whatever it may be. It doesn't just have to be the news. I'm using them as a prime example. I mean, you know, it's that's one example. It could be anything. Yeah, like I'm all for movies and all that sort of stuff and enjoy them. I don't watch them every day because I'm giving my attention to that instead of playing with my children in the backyard or building swings with them or doing other experiences. So there are many different things. I'm just giving that as a forefront example because it's at the forefront of everyone's mind at the moment. But how long is it staying there? That comes down to the attention you first give it because what you pay attention to then starts to move into what you focus on. And this is the kicker. My attention can be drawn to anything. I'm speaking and delivering this right now. My attention can be on our amazing RDM shakers that we've just gotten in. Fuck, they look good. They're incredible. My attention can be on a video I just did, a demo video on our Dad Strong uh, weightlifting bags, which are epic. Like every father should have one of them in their home. Uh, my attention can be drawn to these wristbands that I've got, a shaker bottles that we have, a book that I've got here that I'm reading, um, Good to Great by Jim Collins. Like that, my attention can go everywhere. But when you start to narrow in that attention, 
what you're then doing is making an agreement. You're making a contract, a commitment to go and narrow in and start focusing. That's why attention is so powerful. Because if you're not cautious of what you're allowing, free will, forefront, conscious, subconscious, whatever it may be, the patterning and programming you build inside of yourself, that attention quickly becomes focus. What does focus do? Bang, channels everything in tunnel vision, just like the horse with the blinkers on, which means it starts like a battery that starts getting its life sucked out of it. It starts channeling and using your time and energy, the two most valuable resources you and I will ever have in our lifetime because we never get it back. You get more of it, you can create some, but you never get the stuff that you use back. You know, I'm never going to get August 10th, August 8th, August 15th, January 10th, 2021, gone, ages ago, like never coming back, gone. So whatever energy I applied to that day that we've created as a measurement, as a tool, that's what time is, calendars, it's, it's, a, it's a tool of measurement that we've created, never comes back, ever. So you're starting to use focus now because something's drawn your attention and now you're starting to focus on it. And then this focal point starts to tap into time and energy, time and energy, time and energy, which then starts as the building blocks begin to grow and raise higher and higher. Is it a pretty shitty building that you're building? Or is it something that's really going to fortify who you are? Because when you now have your attention drawn in, that becomes your focus and starts to use time and energy, what you're doing is you're starting to construct reality. This is what happens, man. Make sure you take a minute to yourself right now and listen to the words that I'm speaking. This is absolutely what's happening, what's happened. Have a look at yourself, your feelings, your emotions. Your feelings are your current belief systems, are your current facts. Because you haven't looked and explored a different level of attention and focus on finding the real fucking facts, which means you're living in either future fear or fantasy or past pleasure or pain. Utilizing both of those with the one valuable asset, the now. And that's what the now is. It's a representation of what you focus on, which your attention is drawn to, which is time and energy. Isn't it crazy? Like you're literally sitting on top of infinity if you look at that from one perception or one, one point of view. You really are. Like there is no past or future. There's the now. There's the now. There's the now. There's the now. Like that's it. You're sitting on top of time. That's fucking, I don't know about you, man, but that shit, it, it doesn't bug me out. There's a, there's a few different philosophical books and, and you know, I dive a bit deeper into that sort of stuff and, and maybe we'll save an episode for that. Um, it's awesome. It gives you a great range, a great sweet spot. You know, I'm, I'm not saying it's one way or the other, woo woo or science, but it's incredible. Both work, both are real. But what you start to do, man, is construct a reality, which is your perceptions, how you're actually seeing things and what you choose to see, your belief systems, getting a gauge on your environment, building awareness around your environment and reading the energy of that and reading through your receptors, are you reactive or responsive? Is it other people, places, and things? Is it your wife? Is it your children? Is it your work? Is it an email? Is it a phone call? Is it this podcast? What are the receptors doing inside of you? Are you reactive, responsive? And then you start to express that energy. What are you doing? Are you influencing that environment? How are you going to influence it? What are your perceptions around the influence that you can build inside of that reality, what you're now focusing on? And there's an energetic exchange so even right now, you're listening to this at a delay of which I've created it, but there's an energetic exchange. I'm diving straight into this 
and then you are absorbing and taking this in. It's fascinating. Like it, it really is. Like time does stand still. I'm doing this now, but when you're listening to it, you're listening to this now. That's fucking weird, man. That just tripped me out. But it's so true. It's so true. This is the greatest chain of command. Attention, focus, time and energy, construction of reality. And the construction of reality dives into all those different things like I spoke about, awareness, perceptions, belief systems, gauge your environment, uh, you know, your receptors, reacting, responding, your energetic expression, um, and then energy exchange with whoever it is you're with. That all uh, that all sounds great and well and true, Al. Thank you, thank you for that, mate, and just giving me some things to think about and whatnot. And and maybe um, maybe I'll take this and apply it somewhere else. Because what should I do with this now? You've given me some, you've given me some some information on attention, focus, and and uh, you know how it breaks down and creates morality. Well done, Al. Thank you for that. But what's the point? Well, good question. And and whether you had that in mind or not, if you've listened to me long enough, the wheels should already be turning inside of your head of where this applies to your life. But let's play that practice out now. Because above all else, you should always take action with every single podcast that we give you, that we deliver, because there's always something you can take. And if you revisit or listen to it again down the track, there'll be something else you can take. And this is the point of this one. I want you to ask yourself these questions, quality questions to then find the quality answers that you need to move forward in your life. Where am I, or I'll ask you, where are you paying attention? But these are questions you should ask yourself. Where are you paying attention to your life right now where you actually don't even feel like you've got control over where you're paying attention to? You just get home, five o'clock, fucking bang, put the news on. Just like you kick back and drink a beer. Don't know why, I just fucking do it out. Helps me relax. Yeah, well done, mate. How many fucking layers deep have you gone on that to ask the question of why you've done it? And it's been 10 years. (laughs) Don't become autonomous, man. Like you can leverage what you're actively doing and then create a great level of autonomy in your life. Like me with training for 23 years now. I've been training for 23 years. Awesome. So when I get in the gym and I start training, I'm in, you know, not in autopilot. I'm enjoying and living the experience now. But a lot of the ways that I move, my technique, my muscle movement, muscle memory, that's fucking amazing. Just works. Yeah, it's amazing. Just like you can have whether it's your skill at driving, so you're driving nicely and, and, and securely towards your next destination. <laughs> I don't like saying the word safety. Fuck, it's getting flogged lately. I can't stand that word anymore. But yes, you're driving with a level of leadership and stability towards your destination. Let's use those terms. It, what is that? So where are you applying attention to your life where it's not serving you, the shit doesn't matter, and it needs to be cut? Where are you allowing external forces the environment, people, places, and things, to steal your attention because deep down it's not warranted and you don't want to give them that. So where are you applying attention that isn't moving you forward? Where are you allowing your attention to be stolen? Key questions to ask yourself. From there, where are you? Where are you letting your attention get taken from you and where are you allotting or applying attention that you know doesn't serve you? Why are you doing that? Why are you allowing other people, places and things to draw your attention, which then becomes your focus, which then constructs a different reality of influence and perception that actually doesn't align with you in your gut instinct at a gut level. Your intuition doesn't agree, yet you keep doing it. You keep going through the same patterns again and again and again, allowing yourself to be absorbed by it. Because sooner or later, the head will hint. The, the, the head 
will hinder the heart, the gut feel, the spirit inside of you, and the head will win. This is something you need to be very cautious of, man. You're like, oh, it's the head, it's the brain. Well, what the fuck's that? Like you look in the mirror and you think that's where your brain is, but is it? You're just using your sensory perception of your eyes to locate where your brain is, which is using your brain as a construct of where your brain is through using your eyes. Oh, the, 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 uh, the rabbit hole, the rabbit hole of consciousness and reality. You got to be careful of that, man. You want to be headstrong, awesome, that's great, but not at the cost of intuition and, and your heart and spirit and who you are and who you define yourself as. Why are you allowing yourself to be vulnerable to these different types of attention? Where is that taking you? So where are you applying attention not needed? Where are you allowing your attention to be taken not needed? Why are you allowing that? And where is that now taking you? What do you start to focus on? What are you using time and energy on to build and construct a reality that you're not happy with? A reality that isn't working. Same with the misses. Attention, focus, time and energy, construct reality. How well are you listening to your wife? And when you're listening to her, are you trying to understand why she's saying those things? Where those things have come from? Past, present, future. What's the patterning? What does she want from you, from herself, from her circumstance? How can you help? Well, by first acknowledging her and then acknowledging her feelings. But then asking, what can I do? Where can I apply it? When do you want it done? Building a timeline and then asking that of yourself, what can I do? Where can I apply it? When do I need to get it done by? And then rinse and repeating that on you. Are you listening to yourself? Why are you acting the way that you're acting? What do you want from yourself and other people, places and things? How do you want that to play out inside of your life? All of this is connected. Every single episode that I've ever done connects down to this fundamental Yet the greatest chain of command. Where are you applying your attention? Where are you letting it get stolen? Fucking thieves. Don't worry about a robber coming in and stealing jewelry or shit from your house. Don't let someone steal your mind and heart and soul. Whatever word you want to use. I mean, for me, the mind is a collective of your thoughts, your brain, and your heart. I think it's a collective of both. It's great, it's your consciousness. But who are you letting steal that shit? Do you agree with that? Are you happy with that? Are you happy to submit? Are you happy to supplicate and let this run your life instead of you running your own race? You are the author of your own book. Have you fucking thrown the pen out? Have you put the pen down? Have you just walked out of the room and some little fucking brats come in? Not your kid, but some little unknown brats come in with big texts and is fucking drawing all over it, mate. Because that's what's happening, mate. If you're not standing at the gates of your own mind and heart to go, hang on a minute, where am I applying attention in my life? Because that is the trigger that goes straight away into my focal point of time and energy of where I'm going to start building my reality because now I've channeled in, zoned in on this. I've got the blinkers on to actually start to build out and construct my reality around my perceptions, the awareness, the environment, gauging it, reading and feeling different energies, responding or reacting, and then creating some sort of energetic exchange that I will never get back. the most powerful asset you can ever have. You know, at the time of this, I love doing these podcasts and I hope you've gotten a lot of value out of this, but ask those questions. Who's taking my attention? Who am I giving my attention to? Why? Where is that taking me? Where's the end game? Is that moving me forward? Yay or nay? Okay, how is it? 
How isn't it? See, a lot of times as human beings, we move away from pain to pleasure. And that's a great starting point. There's fear of failure, but there's a love for greatness. You need both. I was very successful with a fear of failure in my life in sports, in elite sports, and, and incredibly competitive and a lot of success. But I was empty. There was a void there. It led to my marriage falling down, broken, falling apart. Fear of failure is not the fucking answer, mate. Being pig-headed, just wanting to beat other people. Yeah, it fucking felt great for five seconds. It's not the answer, mate. But you need to understand the alternative. What will happen if you don't? What will happen if you don't change, if you don't improve, if you don't adjust with your marriage, with your children, with your relationships to them? Man, I will never not be the hero to my children. Like, and that's, again, no disrespect to my father. I feel like I lost him for 10 or 15 years, and he just fucking disappeared. This man who built our own house, incredibly tough, unbelievable athlete, had four sons, led the fucking way for so long, and then just crumbled. But no way, I will never not be the hero to my children. I'm fucking leading by example. I'm loving, nurturing, firm when I need to be, fair when I need to be, very giving, submissive when I need to be. I'm all of the above. I wear all the fucking hats, but I'm not their mate. And I'm never going to be their mate because I'm their father. They'll have a shitload of mates that will come and go. They'll only have one father. So I pay attention. And this skill set here of attention, focus, constructing reality with time and energy and different perceptions, awareness, and the way that you can read the environment, that's something that you fine-tune and build and develop over time to build better connection in your relationships and better connection in your relationship to yourself. All the things I just mentioned, same with listening, getting a feel for where the true north is when I'm having a talk or discussion or argument with my something. it's like, bang, 20 seconds. I already know where it's going, what's happening. It's a skill set. You build it. It's progress, precision and purpose. How well are you doing it? Why are you doing it? How well are you doing it? Why are you doing it? The question you need to ask yourself as we wrap this up is, where are you progressing to? The fucking pits of hell? Because <laughs> that's what life feels like when you're stuck down there? Or are, you, or are you progressing to evolution and developing into a better man for yourself? I'm not here to challenge your manhood. I'm not here to say stand up and be a real man and all that sort of shit. You define what you think a man is. But I'll tell you right now, I can read energy. I can read energy like fucking that. And when I read the energy of someone and it's not at a standard that it should be and it's done out of malice or expressed out of malice, detriment and manipulation of others, obviously I don't connect with that at all. And then there are men that come through. Of course, that's why we're here. No one can go out alone. That's why we run our phenomenal coaching programs. We develop and help build the men to where he wants to be, to the energy he can express inside of himself and carry through to his children, his relationships, and so on and so forth. All of this, all of this comes down to choice and choosing where to apply that very first step of what your next reality will be. <laughs> And that's attention, man. Isn't it crazy? Something so simple. Now, I'm sure I've flogged that word to death, so I'll leave it at there and I'll just say it one more time. But what you focus on comes back to where you first apply your attention. So when we're talking about focus and reality and all this sort of great, that always spears back to that very first point at the top of the, the, top of the tree, the chain of command. Where you first give that and gift that, or allow to be taken, then becomes what you focus on. Then becomes time and energy. Then becomes the building blocks. It's like someone's giving you the mortar. Someone's giving you the bricks. The question you need to ask yourself is, who? 
Are you doing your own mud mix, getting your own bricks out and building it, or are you letting someone else build it for you? Because I'll fucking tell you right now, mate, if you let someone else build it for you, there's no happy ending there, that's for sure. On the inside, well, guess what? you got a full team. We got the mixer in. We got the mud, making the concrete, setting the foundation, then doing the, doing the mortar, doing the mud mix, laying the bricks, squaring it up, getting the angles right, get the spirit level out, beautiful. She's all set. Or the laser level. Yeah, we got a full team. But this is it. It's your building. They're your bricks. It's your mud. We'll help build it with you. But it's yours. It's a very powerful thing. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Ask questions right now when we're done. Finish this up and just just quickly. You're fast. Your thoughts are quicker than the speed of light. You're a fast man. You're sharp. You can do it. You will scan through immediately. Start scanning through the day-to-day, the patterns. Scan through right now. Where am I giving my attention? Where's it being taken? Why? Where's that taking me? Am I happy with that or am I not? Okay, well, fuck, what am I going to do about it? And then from there, start taking action towards creating a shift, which can only come, all the actions, all the change, all that sort of stuff, that shift can only come from where you start to adjust and pay attention to and then focus on and then build a new and better reality for yourself and your family. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Tune in for another one soon. And above all else, always take action, kick ass, ask the right questions, find the answers, and keep moving forward. 1,000 minutes a day. It's a lot. But when you're wasted on shit that doesn't serve you or move yourself or your family forward, you are bleeding the most valuable resource that you and I never get back. How much time do you think you have? And how much quality do you think you've had? Don't be a fool like the masses, thinking you'll cheat the system, or get round to it one day, or worse just accepting life and sinking back into a slumber of regret. This is your moment, your time. You're cut from a different cloth. You have the hunger and desire to be more and live more. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. So stand up, find the golden nuggets in this episode you just listened to, and align immediate action with them and where you want to go. You are worthy. This is your life. You are the king. And this is your kingdom. Now go and claim it by showing, not telling. And be the real leader you and I both know you were born to be.